some of that grape jelly, if there's any left. There's a whole new jar I opened. Oh, then there was some more. I was sure we had some left. Where did you find it? It was in with the current, on that shelf. It didn't have the label on it. Oh, that's where it was. And some cigarettes when you bring the tea? It might be a good idea if you put the cigarettes under a napkin, some of the older ladies. Yes, ma'am, said Mary, and left. Edith Chapin composed herself in the ladder-back rocking chair, and was so arranged a few minutes later when Mary's knock came again. She knocked twice and waited, then knocked twice again. Yes, Edith Chapin called out. It's me, Mum, with Mr. Hooker, said Mary. Come in, please, said Edith Chapin. Mary swung the door open, making way for the man. Mr. Hooker, ma'am. Good morning, Robert said Edith Chapin. Good morning, Edith. Mary closed the door behind her. Robert Hooker went to Edith Chapin and took her extended hand in his too. Edith, I call myself a dealer in words, but today I have none to offer. Today, but not yesterday. Oh, you saw my editorial. If I hadn't seen it on my own, you have no idea how many people called up about it. Joe would have been... Well, pleased is hardly the word. I consider it one of the finest pieces of writing I've ever read, and not only because it was about Joe. It was from the heart, Edith. Oh, yes. Yes, said Edith Chapin. The Bar Association is having it reprinted, I thought you'd like to know. Henry Lawback called up this morning and ordered a thousand cards about the size of a postcard with my small tribute to Joe printed on them. I feel signally honored but it's a pretty empty honor when I think of, well, I wish the occasion hadn't arose, arisen. Joe was very fond of you, Robert. Well, I always hoped so. We didn't see nearly enough of each other. In this crazy old newspaper business, I work in my shirt sleeves, you know. Joe, the soul of dignity. Not what they call a stuffed shirt by any means. But, as I said in my editorial, the very presence of Joseph B. Chapin in a courtroom provided the room with the dignity one associates with the court of law, but so often lacking in these days of spectacular circus tactics. Joe would have liked that, every word of it. The dignity of the law was precious to him, said Edith Chapin. How are you, Edith? That's a foolish question, of course. What must be going on inside? but I don't think there's a man or woman in town that expected you to behave any differently than you are. It's a rare sight to see such courage in these days. Courage, said Edith Chapin. I have no courage, Robert. I'm so used to living the kind of life I've led that now, at a time like this, it's one advantage of having a naturally retiring disposition. I've always lived for my husband and my family, nothing else, no outside interests, No hobbies, really. So that now, if I were to make some display of how I am feeling, it wouldn't be at all typical of me, would it? No, it wouldn't. Even my friendships, they had to come through my husband. If they were friends of his, they could be friends of mine. But I was thinking, this very morning, how few women friends I have. Oh, I like women. I have nice relationships with the members of my sex. I suppose I'm as womanly a woman as the word could mean. But when you have reached my age, and you know how old I am, Robert, 
But as I was saying, if you've lived in a town all your life, except for boarding school, you would think I might have formed some close friendships with women of my age and so on. But the truth is, so many men came to this house. Clients and friends and associates and men in the political world that I neglected my contacts with my women friends. Do you know that outside the family, I haven't received a single woman acquaintance in the past three days? A great symbol of your devotion to your husband, Edith. Well, I hope it will be taken for that, and not as an indication that I don't like the members of my own sex, and don't interest myself in their problems because I do. When things settle down here, I'm going to have to find something to do with my time. I have no idea what sort of thing I'll do, but I imagine anything I do will involve working with other women. And I don't want to start with any more handicaps than I have already. You have no handicap in whatever you do, said Hooker.